0: Everyone and welcome back to the American Israelite Newspaper Podcast. And uh, today is uh, what is this? Today is Wednesday, October twenty-sixth, the, s- the first of mar Marchevan, fifty-seven, eighty-three. And I'm one of your co-hosts, Natanel Ten Deutsch, and I have several guest co-hosts today. They're they're like they're shaking like a leaf here. Oh no. <laughs> They have Not nothing, to worry, nothing to worry about. It's, it's a piece of cake. It's like making a matzo ball soup. You know what I'm
1: saying, right? Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself as our special co-host today. Hello, everyone. I'm Jay Miles Wolf. I'm a local Cincinnatian. I went to... High school with Ted at Walnut Hills you, High School. You were, what, a 70, 75? 75. 75,
0: yep. Along with my best buddy, Bill Lazarus, yep. who gives so, a shout so out did to you. and, and your brother, Scott.
2: So did you call him Duffy, like everybody yeah, else course, I know? Sure. Yes, he, Duffy, I'm not from here, so Duffy. I didn't yeah. have that yeah, luxury.
0: Sure, yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah. Did you <laughs> want any sports teams in, in Walnut Hills? Uh,
1: No. no. I, I was uh, on a
0: cross-country team.
1: Yeah, I, I did some track for a little bit. You did uh, track? Okay, yeah. with Greg Cohen. Yeah. You was on the track team, yeah. Remember that guy, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, now I'm a local photographer here in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm, Uh, I've mm -hmm. had a number of businesses around town. I've had photo labs and galleries. And now I'm working more on just artistic uh, projects and publishing uh, different books and uh framing photographs and just uh st- still working away in photography. We
0: so, we tell us where you're from where you grew up and all that kind sure. of stuff give us a background how you got to Cincinnati Ohio and what you do you know all that kind of stuff.
2: Absolutely so my background I'm I'm from New Jersey. I'm a Jersey girl. I grew up in Maplewood, New Jersey, which I
0: knew somebody from Ma- Tracy Jelinek was from Maplewood. I know New that Jersey.
2: name. I know the last name. Gellanek. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I Maplewood.
2: Yeah, so it's a suburb of Newark yeah. and um, I grew up there. Uh, went to college in Rochester, New York, the University uh-huh. of Rochester.
0: Right,
2: okay. And uh and While I was still in high school, I met my husband. He's part of the story because that's how we got to Cincinnati. Uh Um, We met at the Jersey Shore, and uh, it was a 4th of July weekend in 1970, and as the rest they say is history, we became a couple pretty quickly, and he was uh, at Cornell University. I was at Rochester. We got married at the end of my junior year. We finished our... I finished my college education at the University of Michigan while he started medical school, okay. and then we came here for residency. So that's what brought us to Cincinnati, and we were going to stay for four years and go back east. And that was forty-five years ago.
0: Wow! So and he is Doctor
2: Doctor David Schwartz. He's okay. a ob here okay. in Cincinnati, so um, we all
0: everybody knows him.
2: Yeah. Well, we we never thought we'd stay, and um, best decision of our lives. So we raised our two children here. They left.
0: (laughs) Oh, they left.
2: (laughs) Uh, Our son replaced us back east. He's in in New York with his wife and two sons. And our daughter uh, is in Milwaukee with her husband and three children. So we got a Midwesterner and a New Yorker. Um, And I started my career here in Cincinnati after raising the kids. I started at um, the Taft Museum of Art where I worked, worked for 20 years. And retired, but then the opportunity came around six years later to uh, revitalize the Skirball Museum at HUC, and I've been there since 2013, and among the many things that are as a joy of my work is the opportunity to work with living artists like Miles, so I know we'll get into that. All right,
0: so Clean Speech, November is Clean Speech Month, and that's our top story, is November is Clean Speech Month in Cincinnati. And there was a declaration by the governor, Mike DeWine, and Lieutenant uh, John Hustad that officially declared November to be Clean Speech Ohio Month beginning November 1. So according to the proclamation, the need for mindfulness about how we speak is of critical importance. And um, so everything begin, begins with the word and how we talk to one another mm-hmm. and what we say and all that kind of stuff. And so if we kind of are mindful of what we say to one another and we think about that and think in terms of, uh, like, more of a positive, uh, being more positive, it cuts down on a lot of the other stuff that's causing all the problems nowadays, I guess you'd say.
2: I think, I mean, I don't know that I, I'm glad this is a story because I didn't know about this. Yes, yes. Um, but I, you know, I think that so much of, our conversations these days are around how people use language. Okay. And it might not just be in what they say verbally, but right. certainly what they put in a text or a tweet or, okay. you know, and, and and the anonymity of certain kinds of speech, yeah. it's really a problem now.
0: Right, because right.
2: people say things that they would never...
0: We have a story coming up uh, later about Kanye West saying mm, some stuff. Exactly. exactly. Exactly.
2: So I think that um, maybe just being just being cognizant of it and seeing this headline and thinking, wow, what what, what does clean speech mean to me? It doesn't right. mean not using the occasional right. expletive. It right. means think about what you say before you yeah. open your mouth because it could be offensive to someone else or it could start someone's day off on the, on wrong, the wrong foot. foot. Right. You know, And right. why contribute to that if you don't have to?
0: So I have a friend that um, I know that on Yom Kippur... He he practices doesn't say anything that day. <laughs> I was talking about this before we went on the air, and uh, he just I was like, why are you? You know, why do you do? You know, why do you do that? Why? And he's well, you know, think of all the things that you could say on Yom Kippur that would be harm, harm you know harmful or hurtful or whatever. So if you just don't say anything, you just you know leave it alone. Um, maybe that's better than saying something that causes somebody else some harm or something like that. Mm-hmm.
2: And um, it certainly is a Jewish value. We, we say that on Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. sins that I have committed by word of mouth. I mean, totally. we, we definitely can say some say things that can really send things in the wrong direction. So yeah, yeah.
0: it's a good
2: thing. I it g- is, can't yeah. see a downside to this.
0: I agree, I agree.
1: Well, I'd like this quote that uh, Rabbi Seth Cook uh, mentioned and is in the paper. He says Speaking is the most common activity of our lives, except maybe for breathing. <laughs> and the better we are at it, the better our lives will be. It's that simple. With the ideas prese- presented during the month of November, each and every one of us can be more mindful of the way we speak to one another and surround ourselves with peace and happiness. Very powerful. powerful. Yeah, very powerful stuff.
0: All right, so this is also going on in um, Colorado. It's Clean Speech started, in the initiative started in, in 2019 in Colorado, and now it is uh, spread to other states, including Illinois and Minnesota. Individual cities have also participated, will be partic- participating, uh, Los Angeles, New York City, as well as Cleveland, Ohio, Omaha, Nebraska, and St. Louis, Missouri. So this is kind of spreading across the country now. Mm-hmm. It started as a little small thing, and now it's spreading. And if it helps in any way clean up speech and clean up interaction between people, I think it's probably a good thing.
2: We'll look forward to The article says that there will be uh, some desic- Follow, yeah. social media campaign, and exactly. I'm sure you'll and videos be. videos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So <coughs> moving on, we come to page three. And we are introducing, um, actually they, they were introduced on a podcast, but the new JCRC, uh, Jewish community relations council leadership. Um, we have a huge, uh, very large interview with them this week, um, of Rabbi Ari Balaban and Jeremy Spiegel. And, um, so they've been on the job a few months now and they're starting to like spread their wings, do some stuff and, uh start getting involved in JCRC and have JCRC getting more involved and more, um, I guess, visible in the community?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I've known Ari for a long time. Right, um, HUC? Of course, he, he's a, a graduate and ordained at HUC in Cincinnati and uh, was working in the Office of Recruitment uh, Admissions there. So um, he's someone... I've known and respected mm-hmm. for a long time. And uh, this is happening more and more, Ted, right, right. that I work with and around the people who are children of my friends. Oh, <laughs> so right, 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 right. <laughs> Walter and Sharon, of course, Walter and Sharon Spiegel, their son Jeremy, um, you know, comes from a great background with Hillel, and uh, this is, a, I think, a great... Great choice and opportunity for him to be engaged this way in the community. Um, okay. So You're I, fine, uh, don't worry. I, All uh, right. Yeah, it's very exciting. Very and good. Good to have uh, this young new leadership.
0: All right, so on page three we have an ad <laughs> for the Skirball Museum, uh, Jewish Cincinnati, a photographic record by J. Miles Wolf, and that opens tomorrow, tomorrow. night. Tomorrow. Okay, yep. that's October 27th. Correct. Hopefully this hopefully the show will be up tomorrow. Yes. So it opens today. Okay. <laughs> get over there and see it. Opens tonight. Opens today, get over there and see it. 5.30. But you also want to talk about the Cincinnati Jewish Bus Tour.
2: Yeah. Well, let's contextualize a little bit, and I'll say a few words, and then Miles will um, echo and say a few more words. But um, we are – we sort of bookended the Jewish Bicentennial right. with two exhibitions. Last fall, we did a portrait show. Okay. And this fall, we're doing uh, this show with Miles. We did a similar show in 2018 of uh, works by Miles Wolf that were really largely synagogue images. And right, he'll talk right. about his particular style of the images. Um, and we, it was so successful. It, we had more people at that opening than any opening we've had since I've been there, since okay. 2013. And um, this time, again, as part of the Bicentennial, he augmented that original work uh, with at least twice as it, – it's double the size of the show. Oh, wow. With buildings that reflect not just the religious life of the Jewish right, community, right. but – Places where people gathered socially, places where they played baseball, places where uh, they listened to music, places where they worked, uh, including well, the
0: butcher butcher shops, right? And, and uh, we were talking before it came on the <laughs> right? The, the, we talked about where the American Israelite was Correct. on Sixth Street, right? And that was, I think, the original built. It was. Like block publishing was there. I
2: yes, think, yes, right in the same building, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it's more, it's broader. It, it yeah. really uh, looks at the whole fabric of Cincinnati community. And the other thing that was really just a direct result of the last show was the people were really curious about the west, and I mean the west side of Cincinnati, right? The West End, yeah, not just yeah, the West End, talk, but right. the West Side.
0: Well, there was, I mean, because well, I was talking, we were talking before we went on the air. About the West End, and well, I went on the walking tour of the West End mm-hmm. in, was it July or mm-hmm. something? And I never knew any of that was even there. Right. It's just phenomenal because you usually go on, is it 8th or 9th Street? You get on 75, right. and, you, you, you know, it's all right over there, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you don't even know it's even there because right. you get on the highway, and you know you don't even think twice about right.
2: it. Right, but, of course, there was no highway, and it right, was a right. much bigger community. But the west side itself was home to several Sephardic congregations, yep. and northern Kentucky. And last time, people did write their comments and said, what about the west side? Right, what about right. So he's included those locations as well. But uh, And the bus tour, we, we can talk about that in a second. But Miles, mm-hmm. just talk a little bit about the way that y- your process, which you're going to talk about at the opening uh, tonight.
1: Well, um, I'm creating this art by making uh, historic collages. And I do that by researching and finding historic photographs of the buildings and of people that were involved with the buildings. Mm. And then I go out and take a location photograph. That's current day. So it kind of ties the history back into the present day. And I'm just kind of responding to the photographs that I find and collect and then create these compositions that, uh, that tell a story about what was happening back in the day when these places were active places of worship or business or gathering. And uh, I kind of bring you back in time to the uh, time period of when these were active locations.
2: So just to just to make that a little bit more clear right, for right. the listening audience. If you get your physical paper right. and you look at this ad, right. you'll see an image of a store mm-hmm. called Herman Zeller Haberdashery. Right. And it's a it's a sepia toned image, mm-hmm. which Miles places exactly where that store would have been today. And this right. is the kind of painstaking research he does. And where it is, is under the parking structure that's directly across from the contemporary arts center. Basically right, the, right. the back the side the, of the strip the colored right, strips. The, the, strips. the, the colored yeah. strips. And it's the back side it's of like the, the arcade that leads yeah. right into Fountain right, Square. Right, so right. it's stunning visually. For on, on every level. It's mm-hmm, beautiful mm, because mm. of the combination of the color and the sepia. But it's right. also stunning in your brain when you think of what's there now mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that this was a thriving street with all this retail that, um, you know... Wha- it was replaced with retail, right, and right. now there's, like, nothing there. So it's yeah. it's powerful in terms of thinking well, there, about – Well, I think there's
0: Mur- – isn't that Murray's old-time candy store right just there? Just one th- there's store <laughs> left on <laughs> a little on bit to the corner, right there. Yeah. Remember but, that place? Yeah. But, yeah. Lottery but, <laughs> tickets.
2: But it, it gives you a lot of um, – gives you just a lot to think about in terms of urban – the urban core, urban redevelopment, the way that spaces right. were utilized and are being utilized, and
0: well, it's also it's it's our it's our history, yes, and yes. It, it's kind of like not it's not preserving our well, it's preserving our history, it is. but it's also sh- you, you, if you didn't grow up here, you don't remember all that stuff mm-hmm. changing over and being rebuilt. And that, it kind of tells you what was there, and and, and it's just. It's Fascinating stuff, really fascinating.
2: I mean, the the sort of taglines we used for this show are enlivening our past, Mm -hmm. engaging with our present, ensuring our future, because the more we know about our past, the more we can think forward and how we're going to be remembered and what our legacy is going to
0: be. Very good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, within just uh, two blocks of this location of Herman Zeller's haberdashery (laughs) is... uh, five or six other historic Jewish sites, including a a couple of synagogues. Wow. uh, And also the uh, 1860 location of the Israelite was right there across the street from Herman Zeller's shop. So these, you have
0: to remember, back then you couldn't build a building more than like, I don't know, maybe a couple stories high because it was all wood. It was all wood frame. Yeah, I don't think they had bricks. They definitely didn't have steel. So you couldn't build a building, so it was all very, like, you know, flat. Yeah, well, there was brick. There, okay, was, there was plenty brick. of brick. Okay, there was brick. Okay, okay. That's
2: indigenous to this area, so yeah, there okay. was brick. But you're right, There's the, the first skyscraper that there was in Cincinnati is on 4th Street, and that, that came when. That
1: PNC filed. Bank? What but is
2: the it? building across? Yeah, the, the
1: corner Engels building. It's the uh, Engels, early 1900s. around yeah. 1903. Yeah. Or so yeah. from
0: like ni- this is like 1850,
1: 1860, yeah. Civil War time, mm-hmm. up until about you know 50 years, 1900. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But and there is one building still remaining from that time period that's still there, and it's in the alleyway uh, across from the Aronoff Center. Uh, they call it Ruth Lyons Way right, now. Right, right, it right. was called Lodge Street. Right. And the Sharif Israel building is still standing there. I mean,
0: it's a con- it's condos now. Yes.
1: Yeah. And then through the my research, I, I realized that Lodge Street Temple was standing on current-day Fountain Square. Right. Mm-hmm. So as part of the uh, reconstruction of looking at old maps and uh, reading about where the uh, Lodge Street Temple is located, uh, we realized it was right there square on the square on Fountain Square, uh, very close to present day. Fifth Third, um, yeah. right the Fifth right. Third and yeah. the Fountain itself. And the itself. Fountain,
2: yeah, and that, he, that image is in the show where you... Very cool. And you, you realize by looking at historic photographs that mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. also part of the show how densely populated right, the area was, was right, just right, like right. house after house, building after building, churches, synagogues, all packed into this Now basin. it's a lot
0: more, right, you know, it's, it's right. opened up more.
2: And all those buildings are gone, and with very few exceptions.
0: So. All right, so the Jewish bus tour is next Sunday, not this Sunday coming up. Right, the 6th. Next Sunday, the 6th, and uh, that's from 1 to 4, and it's it starts at HUC on Clifton Avenue.
2: Correct. We're g- we have a lovely executive charter bus with a bathroom and comfortable oh yeah, seats. I've been on a, a couple of those. Really nice, very nice. bus. Very seats. Fifty. So, okay, you do have to make a reservation. Okay. There, there is a a cost associated with okay. it. Um, it's if you're. And the other thing I didn't mention, which is very important, is right. that this show is also part of Photo Focus. Okay. So, what um, is
0: Photo Focus?
2: Photo Focus is a biennial celebration of lens based art that takes place in the greater Cincinnati area, Dayton, Columbus, okay. Northern Kentucky. And it is, has been going on all of October. We're just coming in on the tail end of it here. Um, and it is uh, this show, of course, is a photography show, so okay. we fit into the bill. And not only do they promote and create a beautiful catalog and um, encourage people to visit these exhibitions, they also s- fund them. So... Our support for this show comes from Photo Focus okay. and from the Bicentennial, the Jewish Cincinnati Bicentennial. So, huge thanks to both of those organizations. And um, the the bus tour, I- if you're a member of the Skirball or have a Photo Focus
0: right, right. passport,
2: it's eighteen dollars. Okay. And if you don't have either of those, it's twenty five dollars. So, still okay. modest cost for seeing sites in the West End, downtown, Price Hill. And Avondale; those are the locations we're going to visit. So,
0: contact Skirball Museum. Yes. And uh, there's uh, there's still a few seats left. Yes, filling up. It is filling filling up, up, but we do
2: have seats left, and we would encourage people to sign up. And you have to pay in advance.
0: Okay. All right. Moving on. (laughs) Um. And also, an additional in local news: uh, young families are enjoying Friday night Shabbat dinners. And this week, which would be tomorrow night, Friday night, October 28th, uh, uh, the Friday night Shabbat dinner is at Rockburn Academy. And then November, wise, next, next Friday at Wise Temple, November 4th. The following Friday, no, uh, November 11th, is at Northern Hills. And I think the, f- it's not, I'm not going to say the final one, but the one con- one after that is at Adath Israel on November 18th. So this is basically um, being put together by Jeff Zipkin and his committee, and they're trying to reach out to the families that have children that are like 0 to 12 to get them involved in um, uh, Friday night Shabbat dinners and also to welcome them into into the community and to get them involved in the community to some extent. So they've been very successful. It just started a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it's 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 doing very well.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm happy to see this in the paper. It, it came up um, at a recent board meeting right, at right. Rockdale, where I'm a board member, and um, you know, some of the studies that have been done recently, both locally and nationally, the Pew right. study and studies on Jewish communities, we're learning that a lot of families. Don't necessarily immediately affiliate. I mean, in my day, it was like one of the first things you You did—you moved to community, you joined a synagogue. Okay, so that's not happening quite the way it did. So, this notion of bringing together people for a meal—I mean, it's it's not rocket science. It works, and um, doing it this way allows the synagogues, which already you know the rabbinic staff, the executive staff—they they're really busy. So, look, we're already having services. Right. Being able to have the dinner paid for by this organization, and uh, potentially bring some new people who might be interested in the congregation, or even just just have Ever, a a
0: fellowship, fellowship, a friendly fellowship, Fellowship. fellowship. Right. A fellowship
2: it, wh- what could be what, right. What's the downside? I don't. Right. I don't see it. So I think. No, I think
0: it's all positive, and it's all uh, growing very well. Uh, it's, it's doing very well. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a good thing. All right, um, so we're going to skip over national politics. We, w- we did want to say one thing about on page six about Kanye West, and you had a story to tell about some, some, some sneakers.
2: Yeah, just so interesting. <laughs> While we were preparing for this uh, podcast today, my daughter called. Okay, she lives in Milwaukee. She's got an 11-year-old son. She's got a birthday coming up in two weeks. And he wanted a pair of shoes. Okay, they're, they're Adidas brand shoes, but they are, Yay Kanye West shoes. I mean, right, they're right, his right. design, his brand. Right. And they weren't, even if they were five dollars, <laughs> she not, would have felt they're, this way. Not, they're but not cheap. They're, they're not inexpensive. They're, right. And she called me to tell me that she had spent the whole morning getting her money back <laughs> because. In her head, and I totally agree with her. Her kid wasn't going to be walking around wearing these shoes that are that represent. Well, the so
0: there have been. A, I mean, everybody's probably heard the controversy mm-hmm. be now. If yeah. you haven't, he's, he's he said some stuff. Semitic. He was sent some anti-Semitic stuff,
2: and he's not apologetic. He no, he's not them. He keeps apo- repeating them. And um, all of these companies have abandoned him. He's, right, he's right. no longer a spokesperson for Adidas. There are several other companies, right. Balenciaga, you know, lots of companies. And she hasn't even discussed it with her son yet, but, you know, she'll be telling him when he comes right. home from school, here's a life lesson. You are not wearing these shoes. You are not right. representing this anti-Semite when you walk around. Right. So now the big challenge, Ted, is what do I get this kid for his birthday? Got to help me out here.
0: Mm. <laughs> Well, how about a Joey Votto signed autograph baseball? Who's playing? Who's playing in the baseball playoffs yeah, he, right
2: now? He, he how about a Joe Burrow
0: t-shirt? How about already, Joe Burrow I, ver- jersey?
2: I was just going to say he already. Are, he already. I already he have a Joe, j- new Joe white Joe, Joe white Burrow. and black Joe Burrow.
0: That's very nice. Waiting very nice. for him, very, very nice. That's very nice. We still got
2: to come up with something else, but we'll get there. But, yeah, it's, it's What, if,
0: what would an 11-year-old, does he, he's got a bike, obviously. <laughs> yeah, How about an electric bike? <laughs> no. They had him at Costco, they were yeah. like $399 yeah, for the electric bike. Those electric, little dinky little electric bikes. Uh, I'm
2: sure it'll be something sports related. Electric bike is nice. <laughs>
0: That's nice. What, what would I, what, if I was 11 years old again, what would I want?
2: You wouldn't even know. And the I, world I, is so different now. But <laughs> I, I'm not worried. He'll come up with something.
0: How about something for some music or something like that? <laughs> music? You might want some music.
2: Thank you. I'll take this under advisement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're moving on. And let's see. We're on now, page 10. And this, in case you been don't know anything about this, the British Prime Minister resigns after 45 days in office. So, any comments from the Peanut Gallery? Anybody, any comments?
1: <laughs> we think our well, politics just, are screwed up. I yeah. think that uh, Great Britain is is He's way worse. worse than
0: us. Yes. Well, she put the she put forth a like you know they're going to have the like, tax reduction and this and that, and then the markets just went crazy, mm-hmm. and they said, well, you can't have tax reductions and all that kind of stuff, and then. She, she just said, you know what? I'm throwing in the towel. I'm resigning. I've yeah. had enough.
2: And I think what, what's interesting is I think you went to press probably before the, the new, new guy pri- was chosen. Who is the first prime minister of color in the right. history of the he's, I think he's,
0: he's from in, in Indian.
2: I, I believe so. Yeah. 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 Asian, Indian. Yeah. yeah
0: he's, he's an interesting yeah. guy. Yeah. I was very, just reading a little bit about yeah, him. Yeah. And it's just starting to come out who he is. Yeah. But uh, – when Liz was uh, – everybody kept saying, oh, she's like the new Margaret Thatcher. Mm. She's like the new Margaret Thatcher. And I said, well, good. I hope she does well and all that kind of stuff. And now she, she's okay. gone.
2: I didn't see all of Saturday Night Live on Saturday. I wonder if they did anything like having that. a revolving right. door? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I always – when I hear the news, I always think about how they're, what their spin what is going to be. What they're going to say, yeah.
0: All right. So we move on. Uh, international politics and um, – On, in Israel, it's actually, this should be Israeli news, but it's internationals. Lapid to the Netherlands prime minister, Israel to become major energy exporter to Europe. So we now know that Israel, off the coast of Israel, are these huge natural gas fields. And they're not that far off, maybe a couple miles off, and they're all going to start being developed. And they're going to be shipping, they'll probably put in some pipelines and shipping, natural gas over to Europe because of the Russians cutting off the natural gas pipeline, the Israelis are going to start supplying natural gas to Europe so that they can heat their homes and run their businesses. It's it's very interesting. Very. All right. um, Also, uh, I'll skip Israeli forces. I'll go to Israel to build a museum dedicated to Albert Einstein at at the university he helped found. So he helped found, the is it the Tel Aviv or yeah, Hebrew? Hebrew University. Hebrew University. I actually have a degree from Hebrew University.
2: Really? In what?
0: So if you remember, like several years ago, there was um, was the Melton School. Right. Okay. I used I don't, to teach. You, Okay. Okay. I was in the Melton School program. Mm-hmm. And you go like every week from 7 to 9 at night. Was it a Monday or Wednesday? I think it went Monday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then you came and you did like a during the day thing the second year, and I had to skip work every time, mm-hmm. like I was a, like a Wednesday morning for two hours. At the end of the program, you get a, un, a, a degree uh, from Hebrew you. University, okay. and yeah. there's my name, you know. And I, I, I don't know where it's at now. Well,
2: you should. Who knows? Have that I should frame. put that up in the, exactly. in the wall. People would be like, "Oh
0: wow, <laughs> Ted's got <you> know, <laughs> that's impressive."
2: So yeah, this is. Um, one of the one of the parts of our collection at the Skirball is, is we have the all of the medals from the Jewish American Hall of Fame. So this is an organization that for the last 50 years plus has been right. making a medal every year to honor uh? an important Jew. So of course Albert Einstein was right, one right, of them. So right. we have that medal and one of the things I learned about him cuz we present a bio with each medal is that not only did he help to establish Hebrew university but he was asked to become israel's president right, right. in 1952 and he declined
0: right right so
2: interesting to think what would have happened had he accepted that i mean he's i didn't
0: realize he was as cuz i read the he
2: wasn't
0: he wasn't all that jewish but
2: he was a zionist
0: okay all right yeah. so i read the is it the isaac i walter isaacson's book, book on uh-huh. i read that uh-huh. several years ago uh-huh. And it, what I remember is he was, you know, he was he wasn't really all that Jewish. He mm-hmm. doesn't, you know, and but uh, he was more maybe he just did, it was just did it quietly. Yeah, well, he was, believed
2: in is Isra- he believed in Israel as a Jewish homeland. He he definitely did not, you know, he, he was not observant in the way that right, we might right, think right, of. Right. But there are all kinds of Jews. We know right, that, right? right? And sure. um, interesting that he would have been asked to be president and.
0: Who d- who wound it. up being president then? Nineteen
2: fifty two. Oh gosh, I've look that one up. David Ben Gurion. I don't know. Look it up.
0: We'll look it up. Know. That's fine.
1: It says in here that after Einstein died in nineteen fifty five, the Hebrew University inherited his papers, right, right. letters, medals, and all other literary proper, property and rights mm. of any kind and every kind of nature whatsoever. So it's uh, it's right a, lot right. got, a lot of paperwork that they got, a lot of. So the
2: president uh, in 1952 was Yitzhak Ben Zvi. So not the prime minister, the president.
0: Okay, okay. Well, I think the president is more like a ceremonial post versus the, the prime minister, yeah. who's like. Actively runs right. the government.
2: But he was the second, only the second president mm-hmm. of the state of Israel. So, well, yeah. you know,
0: the, the uh, we will say this. I mean, uh, Israeli uh, elections are coming up, and I think, it, like next week. I think is is right. it November? It's like November 1 or 2. Um, something yeah. like that. So everybody's th- saying, is, is Bibi coming back or not? Is Netanyahu coming back? And it's quite possible he will. Definitely. We don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on there. And um, in also in Israeli news, uh, Israeli ro- researchers use geomagnetic data to support biblical accounts. This is a fascinating article on 13, that there's a, an Israeli scientific breakthrough has enabled researchers to verify biblical accounts of wars between ancient Jewish kingdoms and their enemies, according to a statement released by Tel Aviv University on Tuesday last week. Uh, the scientists examined archaeological findings containing magnetic minerals which, when heated or burned, record the local magnetic field. These magnetic records can thus be used to date the fires, matching them to reported military campaigns in a manner reminiscent of radiocarbon data. So using these, they found out that there's different layers there and, uh, the researchers were able to reconstruct and direct intensity of the Earth's magnetic field in burnt remnants at various battle sites. These are battle sites from thousands of years ago, enabling them to match the dates of the fires to biblical accounts of uh, battles between Israel and Judah, uh, or probably Judea, uh, the two ancient Hebrew kingdoms that f- formed after the division of the, of the United Israel Israelite monarchy, and armies from ancient Egypt, Aram, Assyria, and Babylon. It's fascinating that they can do this now. And um, so there's going to be a lot of information and stories and uh, uh, papers that are going to come out of this research. It's just fascinating. Very All right. interesting. Moving on to the – see, I have to cut out. We're not supposed to say – I'm not supposed to say – Moving on, I say that too much, <laughs> but we're on page fourteen, and we have the Cincinnati Jewish Bicentennial Year in Review. So we had a- actually originally thought of doing a special, like we do for Rosh Hashanah or Hanukkah, special holiday issue kind of thing on the bicentennial, but with the holidays and with Rosh Hashanah, and it just we just we just didn't have time to do it. So what we've put together is a list of all the events that happened starting in September 25th of 2021, the opening concert with Madis Yahoo. And then that was the 25th. The following day on the 26th was a Sunday morning, which I was there. Mm -hmm, You were there. Mm -hmm. With uh, JCG's, the Chestnut Street Cemetery Rededication Kickoff Ceremony, which began the bicentennial year. And,
2: Ted, I just want to congratulate you – I am so excited to see this section. It is a really a keepsake to it really is, look yeah. at what was what this community did w- what happened over the course of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many different organizations represented. Uh, these are not just Jewish organizations. This was intended right, right, right. to be a celebration that really, uh, that the entire city could become involved in. I and see
0: a typo here. Uh-oh. In the second one down, it should say J. Miles Wolf Commission. It just says Miles Wolf.
2: Oh, we sometimes just <laughs> call him Miles. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I'll really so literally. I'm just going yeah, Miles. Too. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to put <laughs> okay, a little J in there, the period, <laughs> uh, just to correct that. Since <laughs> the staff's not here for me to correct right. them in their in their in their efforts today.
2: I mean, but there was everything. There was music. There was symphony. There yep. was. There was, there was dance. There, there, there was, was dance. dance. There were art exhibitions. Mm-hmm. There were book launches. There were Shabbat celebrations. I mean, cantatas. Mm-hmm. I, I just—it's when you see it all like this. It takes right, out, right, 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 It's right. like three pages. Right, it's it is. Like it's right. It is
0: right. It's three pages. Yeah. Four pages. It's yeah, really yeah. powerful. Yeah. So
2: Thank you for doing that.
0: Well, and so I, what we were talking about before is like. What, when I was talking with the staff, what's going to remain? Okay, so the, we had the bicentennial year from September until, and it, and it started with Jonah Jonas coming here in Joseph nineteen seventy. Jonas seven, of Jonas coming here in 1917. 18. 18 okay. 1817. 18, 17. And then um, the first cemetery was put together in 1821 so Correct. someone could be buried there. Correct. And then, so that's 1821 to 1822. Um, What's going to remain after mm. the year that we've had? And so I thought of um, Chestnut Street Cemetery. If you walk, go there, and you see it's like all paver stone. It's got a nice Jewish star, and there's and
2: information on the you can information. read about history. They
0: read. I mean, I've I've been there before. I've been there oh, several years ago, so and changed. it was it's a total. There was like honeysuckle everywhere. Their things were strewn about, and it was just a big, it's it totally beautiful. Did, it, it really they did a really good, yeah. a really nice job. And it's, it just, wasn't it's really just nice. the
2: Jewish community. That one of the things about this, again, that is so powerful and such again, a Jewish ethic is that the Betts Longworth district, where this is, right, right, were very involved in helping it, to you make you know what this I, you happen? don't realize when
0: you when we parked when I parked down there and went there, I didn't realize this is an active na- neighborhood, yes, people yes, live there now. Yes. And, and it's like I never thought There's people some lived there. Beautiful
2: townhouses and yeah. and the community is very proud. They know yeah, the history yeah. of this cemetery. They, they yeah. cared about it and they knew it was, you know, in disrepair. So oh, yeah. the way that the communities came together and the, at that ceremony, they were represented you and they it. spoke and you know, so and a and similar thing happened. You mentioned this also right, right. before in North College Hill. Right, with right, the right. Li-
0: the rededication of the Isaac Mar- that that guy right, right. there.
2: Right. <laughs>
0: uh, that, that that founded
2: this paper. Yes, you yes, did. Yep. That
0: guy right there, and um, the park that's in North College Hill. So that when we were there, we were t- they were talking to us about. So this little section that you're standing on, he had 44 acres.
2: Yep, he had and a farm, and it went all,
0: and it was, and it was, it was a big farm, right? And uh,
2: the big farm. We were house. just
0: like a little, and they it, it was like a little dinky little postage stamp of what his mm-hmm. farm was, mm-hmm. but. They took the uh, bricks from the house, and they mm-hmm. repurposed them, and the bricks that you see at the uh, park, mm-hmm. those are from the house. Right, right. And that's interesting. Right. I think that's really interesting, it, too. And it,
2: it really is just a – like, in New York, you would call that a pocket park. It, it you know? really is. It's, it's a, just this yeah. little, little slice of land. But you
0: can sit there and, and just look up. out mm-hmm. and just have a little moment. You want to eat your lunch there. Right, there's right. there's uh, And there's a
2: beautiful, um, like, stone with a disc- – you know, picture of the mm-hmm, house mm-hmm. and the story of the farm, and this is where he lived. It's very, very nice. Very nice. He traveled nice. to Cliff, to uh, downtown from there every day. Every how day. long did
0: it take him? We I were talking know. about that when we were there. How long it would take you from there to get downtown on the, the, was a a, horseback? On horseback, a horse carriage, horse carriage. carriage. Probably like at least an hour. An hour. An hour and
2: a half. Up, you know,
0: how yeah. how fast does a horse go? Five <laughs> six miles an hour.
2: Depends on the horse. And it's probably. Like <laughs> and the <laughs> hill.
0: <laughs> and it's well the coming back would be up that hill. Right. He's going he's going down the hill right. going there. Right. So maybe 10 miles an hour? I don't know. And it's only like about 10 miles I don't know. if that. Yeah, not even you, that. You oh, it's to, not yeah, even. okay. All right. So like no, 5 6 miles. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. So maybe anyway. 45 minutes an hour right. to get there.
2: But apart from apart from those two sort of very physical right. things that happened that are here to stay. To, to stay. this yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, part of the the work that Ish did for their last uh, festival, which was in 2021, which was at the beginning of the bicentennial, um, in conjunction with some of the work that's going to be appearing in our show tonight, we sort of had a sneak peek at several of the pieces in Memorial Hall of Miles' work. But we also... Fine-tuned and highly developed, using some artificial intelligence and right. virtual reality, uh, walking tours of mm-hmm, three mm-hmm, separate mm-hmm. walking tours right. of Cincinnati. Right, right. One that focuses on the downtown, one that focuses on the West End, and one that is more comprehensive. That
0: is all well sort th- of all I've of it. I've been on one. Yeah. Um, that was the way, we, we took you up Reading Road and showed you at Israel and Rockdale. Well, that, that was like a, a driving that's tour. That's a driving tour. Yeah, but yeah.
2: this these are these are walking tours that you, just downtown. Just, just downtown. You can walk do and them. you yeah. use your phone and right. you, you hear like the voice. Right, don't they walk you
0: through where right. you're it's like, okay, yeah. I'm on Sixth Street. What was right, right. here? Right and, here was blah, blah, right. blah. Right. And
2: there's narration, let's right. say it's about Isaac Mayer Wise, and then you'll hear a voice being okay. Isaac Mayor Wise. And um, they're beautifully done, yeah. and those are still available. Okay, Anybody can, okay. you just go to Cincy with a Y, okay. JewishTours.com, okay. a walk through history, and you'll see that it it has the ISH logo. Okay. And that was supported by the Ohio Humanities Council okay. to, to make that possible. Right. And, they're delightful, and, okay. and the beauty of them is that they can keep being augmented, you know. Because we can continue it, to do them, you yes, can keep yes, And you yes. can keep. A- you can change it. It's mm. not like it, it doesn't have to be static. Yeah. Miles yeah. worked really hard on that.
1: Yeah, and uh, we showed quite a few photographs of the buildings that used to be there that are gone now. And with this augmented reality, the idea is hold your phone up, oh. and it takes the GPS coordinates and mm. it places the building Back at its original location. It's, Very it's cool. you know, it needs to be refined up well, a little bit, a, but yeah, it, it gives you the idea. And that technology yeah. is, is, is phenomenal.
2: I, it's yeah. augmented reality, not artificial reality. I get okay. those mixed up all right, the right, time. Right. Ar- Thank argument. you for clarifying that. Augmented reality, <laughs> <laughs> augmented okay, reality okay, or virtual okay. reality.
0: Yeah,
2: okay. Yeah. Yeah. this is a great this is a keeper. Like don't get your don't get your cream cheese on it when you're reading the paper so you can save it.
0: All right, so Jay Miles, uh, his favorite page is the kids page, <laughs> and this week it's uh, Noah. And up on the top left, you have two parrots uh, that are drinking. One's got a, like a hat on, and then you got two cats that are going crazy over a carton of milk. Oh yeah! Uh, don't forget, there's two two mice there.
2: Penguin's eating ice cream. That's very
0: appropriate. <laughs> Penguin's eating ice cream. Yeah. A couple so of armadillos. Oh. <laughs>
2: I like the sheep playing shuffleboard.
1: <laughs> yep. So find your crayons and pencils. There's a there lot, of, lot of work to do. There now. you
0: right. go. We're skipping over uh, editorial page, and uh, so this week's uh, part of the week is Noah, Genesis, and everybody has thoughts and and remembrances of what uh, Noah is all about. Check that out. We don't. We're, we're running late today, so. I'll do a little bit of front of the pages, but when we have to kind of finish up. All right, so uh, this is actually the last week we're going to be running this, so I want to have a little <laughs> drum roll. Um, this is our, we also have punchline too. So yeah, yeah. That's not the good one. Um, how about audience applause? Okay, that's it. Go All t- right, so, uh, so uh, w- this is the Jewish Bible, said, so this last one of uh, the series. Uh, Each week, the American Israelite will print one milestone related to the history of the Cincinnati Jewish community over the last 200 years provided by the Jewish Cincinnati Bicentennial Committee. Each milestone weaves Jewish history within the greater context of our community's development and our country at large. 1997, the Orthodox Jewish Home for the Aged and the Home for the Jewish Aged Reform Affiliated merged to form Cedar Village. Nineteen ninety-seven. Now that is now called Mystic Care. Not Mason. Jewish, right? <laughs> well, it, it, it is. They still provide ju- yeah, Jewish, uh, kosher food if you want it, and uh, they do have Jewish themes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They're they continue the Jewish, um, but it was they found that they couldn't, the community could not afford to spend millions of dollars every year to support that. So they said, well, what are we going to do? Well, we need to sell it to some company that's Economies of scale that runs mm-hmm. like thirty or forty of them. Correct. That for that would be you know that can they know how to make a living at mm-hmm. this stuff? We don't. Correct. You know they're better at it. Got it. All right. Uh, so I'll do this one. One hundred fifty years ago, and this I don't know who said this, but it says it's from varieties. Say little and do much. For deeds, speak louder than words. Mm. All right. Do you want to do the uh, Count Julius? Andrasi? Sure.
2: Count Julius Andrasi, Prime Minister of Austria, presented to a Hebrew congregation in Hungary the lots and building materials to erect a temple and parsonage.
0: Okay. Um. Where is... There is
2: one.
0: There are a couple. If you see one that you like, just go ahead and read it. So I've got one from 100 years ago. Uh, this is, there's actually two of them. This is from October 26, 1922. One of the assassins of the Hungarian Jew, the, so I don't know who he killed, but obviously one of the assassins of the Hungarian Jew, the late Mr. Adolf Landau, who was sentenced to three years imprisonment, which has been released on $100,000 kroner bail. Uh, in addition, it is anticip- this is very fast. This is from remember 1922. It is anticipated that the Soviet government will grant amnesty to political prisoners on the occasion of the fifth, fifth anniversary, this is five years later, 1917, of the Bolshevik Revolution. Zionists who had been imprisoned for illegal assembly and rabbis arrested for demanding liberty of conscience will be included in the amnesty, it is said, October 26, 1922.
1: Oh. I like right. this one from 50 years ago where uh, Rabbi Wool's grandson was bar mitzvahed. Oh. Uh-huh. And I always like reading about Rabbi Wool. I, I'll keep coming across him in my uh, my research on uh, Cincinnati's Jewish history. But This was his uh, grandson, let's see, uh, Thomas Allen. Son of Doctor and uh, Mrs. Theodore Wool. Okay, hmm.
2: and they lived on Oregon Trail, which is in Wyoming, which is where, mm. my, where I raised our family.
0: <laughs> huh. uh. All right, uh, you want to do twenty-five years ago? This is interesting. What do we got? Yavna plans internet oh, right. class twenty-five years ago. Yavna plans internet class. Now it's like twenty-five years later. It's like who doesn't know about the internet?
2: Right now, we're asking about what's the thing. I still don't – crypto, I don't – no one can explain (laughs) that
0: to me. Crypto is a – Don't even try. (laughs) I'll explain it to you. Just listen. I'm telling you. Crypto is a digital dollar. It doesn't exist. It's all speculation, and it's people throwing money at nothing. Now do you understand what it is? No. Okay. Eventually, okay, so, all right, let me explain it like this. <laughs> hold on, hold on, just stay there, don't leave, don't move. Oh, he's pulling a dollar out there. Oh, yeah, big but thing.
2: that's real.
0: <laughs> okay, so this is a dollar, right? Got it. Okay. It's George Washington. Now, how do you put this on the Internet? How do you digitize this? Right?
1: Use a credit card.
0: Credit card is electronic payment for that same dollar, right? Yeah. So how do you take this and make it into a digital currency? That's what crypto is. It's taking this dollar and making it into numbers. And that dollar represents all these numbers, and that will equal $1. So crypto is taking the dollar... And it's, it's, we don't have a digital dollar yet. They're working on that at the Federal Reserve. Eventually, you'll have digital dollars. Crypto is basically the representation of a digital dollar. But right now, it's all speculation. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's not real. It's just <laughs> speculating as to what it is.
2: But I, I imagine that people felt the same not, way. Do you about understand the, better now? Not really. But okay. I, yeah. Well, I, I'll try and keep explaining. <laughs> I, I will keep explaining. I, I, I expect that people felt the same way about the internet once upon a time. It was. It
0: was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Go on.
2: You wanted to go on to maybe some Israel today in Israeli history? Are we there yet? Um,
0: yeah, we probably could do that. All right. So, there are a couple. Um, um, in, uh,
2: October 28th, yeah, yeah. 1910. The first kibbutz is established, and there's a great photograph there of people who must be part of this. The Hadera commune arrives at Um Juni on the banks of the Kinneret, the Sea of Galilee, yeah. and forms the first kibbutz, Dagania Aleph, based on the Hebrew word Dagan, grain, huh. on land leased from the Jewish National Fund.
0: Which there's now there's a dinner tonight at Jewish National right. Fund.
2: Through the head of the Zionist Organization office in Palestine, Arthur Rupin the idea of a collective agricultural community has been part of Zionist ideology for decades but has not been successfully enacted until now. So that's 1910. Mm-hmm. This is under manda- British mandate Palestine. And then I think there's, there's a There's two more. So I wanted yeah. to go... Mm-hmm.
0: So October, this is October 31, 1917. Beersheba is captured. So then this is uh, about three days later... November 2nd, this is the same 1917, so October 31, November 2nd, 1917, the Balfour Declaration is released. So there was this big battle, they lost the battle, and the British start, okay, this is what's going to happen now. Yep. Fascinating.
2: Very fascinating.
0: All right. So we have to roll, we're at all the almost 50 50 minutes, so. Uh, Cafe Alma is our um, dining out for this week, and if you, it's it's a great article and we're very happy that they're doing well mm. they they've got a good following people like to go there and there's a picture so the last time i was there I was there for lunch and i had spinach lasagna and it was um it was a special, special that day and i talked to yair i said yair you need to make this on the per, on this on the menu permanently this is a great i love this this is great and and i love it and you need to keep doing it he has i'll think about it <laughs>
2: it's a great. Now it has become
0: stuff. their uh, like a daily spread. It's right. d- on the menu now permanently. Yeah. It's uh, it's really good.
2: Great location, corner Pleasant Ridge, corner of Montgomery and It's right around Ridge. the corner right. from my house. Right on Perfect. Kincaid.
0: Yep. All right. Um,
1: I, I see the sacred beast here, and over the Rhine serves oh yeah. matzo ball soup daily. Yes, they yeah. do, Pretty and good good it's deal.
0: good. It's a yeah. big matzo ball for you.
1: Yeah, I have to go <laughs> check that out.
0: All right, uh, so Dr. Ken Mangus has his uh, article, uh, his column this month, Psychologically Speaking and Happiness and What's New. It's actually very interesting. Um, I, I urge people to go read that. That's on page 24.
2: Just the Ohio rates 38th in the fourth Forbes poll on the 2022 state of happiness. Hmm. So out of 50 states, we rank 38.
0: Pretty good. All right. Um,
2: Hawaii's first.
0: <laughs> so let me get back to. You. I wanted to find, I need to hold on to my bad joke of the week. Oh. And um, so we go to death notices and finish up the show. Uh, so, death notices Carrie Mae Wolf, Nee Moore, age 99, October 18, 2022, 23 Tishray, 5783. And uh, Emily McLean, McLean, uh, McLean, knee uh, minerding, age 26, uh, October 22, 2022, 27 Tishray 5783. All right. Um, and then there is a picture on the back cover for an ad for uh, Jewish Federation of Cincinnati Major Gifts Dinner. Check it out. Looks like everybody's uh, smiling and happy That's there. Nice. That's all. Lovely
2: evening. The time was had by all. All
0: right. And uh, so we move on and finish up with bad joke of the week. All right. This is from the big book of Jewish humor, 25th anniversary edition, edited and annotated by William Novak and Moshe Waldox. Two wise men of Chelm went out for a walk when suddenly it began to rain. Quick," said one man. "Open your umbrella. It won't help," said his friend. "My umbrella is full of holes. Then why did you bring it in the first place?" <laughs> "I didn't think it was going to rain."
2: Oh, 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 That's <laughs> That's why we call it That's what we call it the Helm. bad joke of the week. Okay, now
0: you know the secret to the bad joke of the week. All right. So tonight is the opening of your exhibit. At your location. Yes, sir. Um, so, you know, you thought we were going to keep you here till 4, but, you know, it's like a lot less. What do we got? Yeah, we're like good. It's like two something. Two. He's got to be somewhere anyway. So, I want to thank my special guest co-host.
2: So happy to be here, Ted. Thank you so much for having Abby us. Abby
1: Schwartz and... Jay Miles Wolf, thank you, Ted. Always a pleasure to see you again, and uh, thank you for uh, helping talk about and promote uh, my exhibit at the Scarball. Check, check
0: it out; it's it's fascinating. It is fascinating. fascinating. It's very interesting, and the history it, is interesting. You know, <laughs> who doesn't like history? It's
2: it's it seems, it's very popular with our our Cincinnati audience, and we have a robust number of people signed up in person and a very robust uh, live stream opportunity as well
0: so and can, the, and then the bus tours coming and the bus up a we're So get 6th. get signed yeah. up for that yes. immediately you you i tell you if you've i've gone on several of them you you will have a great time if you're thinking about it and you're on the fence just pick up the you know get go do it because you'll learn things you didn't know anything about about since and you'll be like well, you'll be telling all your friends well i learned this I, you know I, I did and it's it's really fascinating fascinating stuff so glad all right, so we want to finish the show and say thank you all for listening and uh, tell your friends about the podcast so to get them listening. And we want to thank everybody for coming and uh, had a great day. Thanks. Thank for you. We'll talk to you next week.